Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Oh, I didn't like that pause. No, I nearly <laughs> said, I nearly it's said awful. Alan Cochran out of habit. Oh. <sighs> so what day can... is it, Gareth? Saturday morning! Anyway, if you'd like to text the show, you can do it on 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We're reeling. We're absolutely reeling on the show today. We got the yeah. papers this morning, mm. and Tom's gone. I've supported yes. the show since the start. I'm shocked and disappointed. I had no warning, see? And we've got him on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. We'll probably be able to get him on the show yeah. now. He's got, he's, he's, he's got a bit of a spare time. Yes, Tom Jones has been dropped from The Voice. He's been axed. And oh. uh, he's not happy, and he's been replaced by... Uh, with, sorry, Boy George. Yep. Mm. You know, it's... Uh, I, I got a copy in my hand here of the Sun newspaper, and it says, what about this? BBC sources said Sir Tom was axed because show chiefs felt he had become stale. Oh, <laughs> oh that's what the smell was. Yeah, they're, supposed to wrap, they're supposed to wrap him in that big plastic body bag thing at the end of the show, not just leave him out. You've got to follow the procedures. It's gone hard. <laughs> Poor Tom. No, it is. I feel sorry for Tom. He said that he had... Um, he had He'd put it in his diary in good faith. <laughs> yeah, like he does every year. He said, I put the time in my schedule to be involved. That's that's <laughs> difficult when you put it in your... That, there must be some tribunal. If it's in your yeah. diary, they <laughs> have you, to pay you, And I if think. it's in pen, like, yeah. what's he going to do? I, I think he should get a photographer round to the house today to take a picture of the diary <laughs> with the dates marked out. So Tom looking sad yesterday with diary. He'll have to get rid of all those women first before the photographer comes around. <laughs> he hasn't got time for them anymore, has, has he? He has now. <laughs> I bet the wife's thinking, oh, at least I knew where he was on a Saturday. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Linda. Tom. Um, yeah, but he said it was substandard behaviour by the yeah. BBC. And um, they've got, so they've got Paloma Faith and Boy George on the same show. Are they trying to encourage more people to get a collar TV licence? <laughs> it's all gone quite fancy dress, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. Wow, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, they should get that woman from Kids, whatever was that, that charity that went down the toilet. Batman. Yeah, let's go What's super colour. That's how you can refer to it. What's that refer charity to? that went down the toilet. You can say that, it's news. I think that's all right. It's news, but just not in the traditional sense, darling. No. But not as we know it, Jim. Well, exactly. So poor, yeah, poor, poor Tom. Tom. Poor Tom and Bedlam. Yes, although I did, I, th I did find it. I watched a, a couple of episodes of The Voice last time, I think, mm. Mm. and it was a, it did feel a bit awkward because at the end, you know, he's seventy five oh, years awkward. old. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's denying it's awkwardness. <laughs> like he's a seventy five year old man and mm. a living legend. Yeah. Yes. So I felt like, particularly the Welsh young people who are on it, felt like they had to choose him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the way, you know, if you're at a, a, a disco, wedding disco, and your grandfather was there, yeah, and you really wanted to dance with the um, person you really wanted to dance with, but you had to dance yeah, with you your granddad. Dance. You got to dance with your granddad, <laughs> even yeah, though he'd gone stale. 
The BBC obviously didn't feel this obligation to dance with Grandad. <laughs> I like that he's got on Facebook. Now that's impressed me. He's on the Facebook. He's on Facebook. Tom and he was on the Twitters as well. I wonder if his Facebook used to be uh, like all in black, and then about a few years ago it suddenly went white. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, uh, he he put he tweeted. He said he tweeted as well. Yes, he said shocked and disappointed. No idea. No conversation. No warning to the fans. Thank you for your support. Oh. He's still wearing it, then. <laughs> I sent it to him really two years ago. <laughs> well, I'll miss him, for one. You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. It was inevitable, Frank, in Angle was going to come up with something. Morning, Frank. Tom will have to change the entry in his diary to It's Not As Usual. Uh, <laughs> get Ian Angle, it's not it, unusual. It is unusual. Probably say it, it is unu- it's unusual. Just workshopping it. It's a good start, though. Uh, OK. Anyway, so uh, I feel sorry for Tom. I think I can... I, I, actually, I could share his pain this week. I went Why? to see... Um, David Baddiel live. Well, that's not a very good opener, is it? <laughs> what? I share his pain this week. No, no, but it, this was my pain, not Dave's. Yeah. I went and saw Dave's show, which is very funny, I recommend. It's yes, called, I've seen um, it. My Family, Not the Sitcom. It's excellent. In which he discusses his family in um, detail, I think it's fair to say. Oh, graphic. Um, so afterwards, I was sitting in the bar at Soho Theatre with, um, with David Baddiel and our, our shared management. Yes. And uh, a woman came over who he knew, some young woman, um, and she was chatting, very friendly, nice person, and she said, uh, are you a comedian as well? Oh, no. To no, you? Look, yeah. <laughs> no, look, it's fine. Fine. Why, do I, why am I getting a distinct impression <laughs> it's, it's anything fi- other it's than fine? fine. Why, am, why, fine. Am I, why am I sweating then? <laughs> That's what I want to know. You are actually visibly sweating yeah. on your shirt. No, it is fine now. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. I would have through. absolutely ended my life at that moment. If that I, I thought about ending hers. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I was fine with it. What did she think? She, she thought you were an accountant, Frank. She I, thought you were his financial advisor from Birmingham. I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> But, he got uh, a special deal, it's a bit cheaper no, than outside I was, London. I, d- I, I did it very well, I did it in a kind of a... You, know, you I, didn't. I did. Did you do ten minutes? I would have done ten minutes <laughs> no. of killers. Tell, killer, I did, I tell did us exactly killer how you responded, so I'll be, I'll be the lady, OK? I'll okay. come over. Oh! So are you a comedian as well? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. It's like that. Sounds yeah. like you yeah. really gave us some zingers there. We'll have to take the a... shirt off now. It's actually just... <laughs> I didn't have a CV with me. <laughs> so anyway, it was... That. And then afterwards, uh, she was chatting. She's very... Uh, she's a young woman, very confident um, in her ignorance. <laughs> oh! And um, I said, so what do you do? I thought, yeah, now, come on. Mm, yeah. I said, so what do you... She said, I'm oh, a... No. She said, I'm a producer. <laughs> <gasps> And oh, I said, um, I feel, "Can we just end the show now?" Sorry, I've just been <laughs> sick. Someone needs to clear this up here, it's definitely. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, like David Furnish." <laughs> Frank, fair yes, enough. Yes, I know exactly what you meant, but why do that? I know, but best of all, she said, "Who?" 
And suddenly I felt better. <laughs> I thought, well, at least if Furnish is in with me. Yes. In the, um... Is she just like Keith Richards in that all popular culture has just passed her by <laughs> entirely? It's just a mismatch. Well, she knew Dave was. <laughs> oh. oh but I think she, he did say she was working. He was working with her dad or something like that. Perhaps yeah. I shouldn't be giving too much away. Anyway, I'm often sure these people seemed, say they're producers and they're she not seemed, really. You know, don't don't get me wrong. Rooms. She was nice. I'm sure she is a producer. She seemed a very nice person. I just, you know, no. <laughs> anyway, I tell you what it, it reminded me of. I was, um, I had to do a thing recently for a, um, a, a TV thing. And I had to dress up as a giant parrot in a shopping centre. And this lady didn't know who you were. No, I know. <laughs> Amazing. I had to dress up as a giant parrot and ask people to sign a petition. And I, I had to invent what the petition was, um, was for. Mm. And um, I, just, I was just... I had a giant... People just walked straight past me. They didn't even say no. They just... just Mm. Walk straight past me, and because in the parrot suit you couldn't see my face, right? And I remember thinking, how, how did I live like this? <laughs> how did I cope with just people just walking past like that? <laughs> so it was a good. Um, it's all a good, you know. It's humbling. It's a great leveler. Yeah, it's great for you. Great leveler. A parrot suit. I don't know if you find that. Mm. Mm. So anyone at home who's, you know, if you've got a, say, if you've got a teenage child who's getting a bit full of themselves, get them a parrot suit, get them out there, and uh, they'll see what it, what it feels like to be obscure. OK, that's the parental stuff out the way. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Anyway, my shattered ego was raised up again when I, mm -hmm. I spoke to someone from the Birmingham Post who told me that I feature on an owl. What do you mean? In the city centre. They've got a thing called the... the I think it's called the Great Hoot. And it's... You know, you get a... Um, a lot of cities do it now. You get the same animal appears all over the city with a different pattern on it. Yes. You seen this before? Oh, yes. Like they've No, got... I don't venture outside London. Well, they did it. They've they done it here with elephants. Some, I think they did it here. Oh, yeah, okay. lions. I think I've seen all different colours. Have you house and lions? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure you have. If anyone, if there's anyone who's <laughs> city has done lions in that way, you're calling me a, li a liar. <laughs> I'm you a, a liar. Mm. I'll this it. is great stuff, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so uh, that was the voice in my head. Mm. It came in there. <laughs> so anyway, so you so you're an owl. There's an owl called Alfred, Alfred, get it? Oh, strong, strong mm. work. And what they've done with it, they've sort of brought the Birmingham Walk of Fame to life. So its plumage, each of its feathers, is a different Birmingham celebrity. Oh, obviously they've had to repeat <laughs> a bit. <laughs> yeah. So they've got Noddy Holder. So there's, so there's yeah. a, you know, there's half a dozen Noddy Holders and, 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 and you know, three me's and yeah. 18 Ozzy Osbournes and so on. And that, that is, um, Cover, covering that constitutes owls. its plume. Just one owl, is just Alfred. Oh, I'm sure he'll be on oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alfred. So mm. I thought, well, that's something, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> that woman doesn't know who I am, but I, you know, I'm, I'm represented in, in mock plumage. 
And you're still, no one can take that away from you, Frank, you're still on the Walk of Fame outside Flair's nightclub. Yeah. Don't you think that a feather is a sort of apt symbol for celebrity? Light. Could be blown away at any moment. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. This is true. So that, and then I spoke to another woman from the Express and Star, which is the other local paper, and uh, she, um, wanted to send, she wants to send me a flag... The black country now has its own flag, which I, I, this had passed me by. See a loose touch when you're down south. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I thought that's... A, I, you know, I come from an area called the black country, which is outside of Birmingham, called that because it was covered in soot during the Industrial Revolution. Anyway, so they said... Uh, she said, oh, it's a great... And it's, and it's, a, it's a beautiful um, flag. It's sort of uh, red and white. Was it full size, the one they sent you? Uh, well, they, it hasn't arrived yet. I'm oh. checking the... Well, they must um, hurry up. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's got uh, chains across it. Black okay. chains across. Sounds and I thought I, I could, you know, I could fly up to my house and be a little message <laughs> to the uh, any anyone passing from the S&M community. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she said that it. Uh, she, she said, "Will you fly?" I said, "You know." She said, "Do you promise you'll fly?" I said, "Honestly." She you said, can't. "Okay, great." She said, um, "There has been a suggestion that it's um, it celebrates the slavery, the slave trade, right? Which, because um, of the chains, yeah, the chains symbolising slavery. Well, what are the chains for? Well, because they used to make chain in a place called uh, certainly in Cradley, but I think a few areas in the Black Country they made chains. That's what they did, mm. and mm. that was the most positive image. They could think of for well, the place. Yeah, is it to remind people to lock up their bikes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they I could think... have found something nicer that came out of mm. Birmingham, surely. Well, it's <laughs> not Birmingham, it's the black country. This oh, is the whatever. So it's about industry. <laughs> Lisa got... Stansfield they could have had. She's no, lovely. She's, she's gone all around the world. Don't get angry with me. There might be a Rochdale just cause flag. I don't, just because the subtleties are lost on me. Rochdale flag would be a pink background with just a black kiss car coming down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> with Lisa on I it. I don't think you can put a flag up in Hampstead with those chains on. Do you have a flagpole? in your house I, I can get one okay I've got a picture of the owl here on Twitter oh have you looks lovely can you spot me I'll <laughs> blow it up okay <laughs> no don't blow it up <laughs> if it's blown up now <laughs> you'd at least be questioned wouldn't you by that surely an owl's been glow blown up but Gareth hasn't claimed it <laughs> Yeah, you have to fold up after and say, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 yeah it, it was, was I blew up the owl. Just a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the pro-slavery movement <laughs> blew up the owl. Can I say, by the way, that Absolute Radio are officially anti-the-slave trade. I'm very glad you cleared that up. Yeah, whatever you may have heard. Um, we're not... We, we, what are you we, saying? I hate it. What is wrong with you? I hate it, the slave trade. Yeah. Um, Good riddance. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Is it one of your pet hates? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that it's, it's gone. Anyway, we shouldn't go into whether it's gone or not. No, of course we shouldn't. It's bad. Frank Skinner, Emily Dean, Gareth Richards. The Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. So um, we've had a controversy in the world of sport this week. You I have. I imagine there's been several. Yes. Um, in tennis. Are you oh. a keen tennis fan? Am I, I'm, I'm not mega. No, I don't follow it myself, but it's, um, <laughs> there's one of oh, the... Well, that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Frank? You like tennis, don't you? I can take it all <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> um, um, It's not a... for us, is it? No, 
it's not for us. No, it's a posh sport. Yeah. I like the and ceremony that maybe goes in, with it. Yeah. You know, the clothes and things. Mm. Anyway, as you were. So, um, Nick Sirios. Kyrios. Kyrios. I've got it wrong already, haven't I? <laughs> I've got it written down. I've, I've been practising the names. <laughs> Have you? Oh, so, uh, good on you. Well, you know... Good on you. The Embarrassing. Main, the main problem with <laughs> this story is there's so many consonants. Oh, there's so, so many oh, names. So many consonants oh, involved. 1970s men. <laughs> I mean, these foreigners <laughs> and their names. No, but they are tricky. There's, so, Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, what's Stan Vavrinka. And yeah. I've shortened his first one to Stan. Why did well, you say let's, shortened? Let's like not, that. I don't, don't think you have to list the dramatis person, eh? It's not a Shakespeare <laughs> plot. Exit okay, followed yeah. by a bear. I can put them in as, as we talk about. So what's happened is um, Nick Kyrgios is the new bad boy of tennis. Yeah. Yeah. He's, um... He, Who he, was the last bad boy? John McEnroe's been the only well, ever bad boy. I was going back boy. a bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Andre so Agassi was... He wasn't a bad boy. He wasn't a bad boy. His hair, he, he had just, long hair. Well, he didn't. This was the problem. It was affixed to his baseball cap. <laughs> really? Yes, he's admitted that in his autobiography. Yeah, that's why you said. You remember that time he played in that game and he had a tamashanta <laughs> on and he's, he'd had his hair dyed ginger? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then his um, Rastafarian He used to get period. so. Yeah. It's all very. does make sense now you mentioned. No, no, and then yeah. he had that St. Patrick's Day phase with that big foam hat. Do you know in his um, in his bio in his autobiography he said that when he was a a, a baby and he he absolutely maintains this is true. Is this Agassi by the way? Yeah, yeah. And, Andre Agassi, um, the AA man as I call him. Oh, he, first um, name terms with him. Yeah, he um, his dad made a mobile. Yeah. Not uh, not as in a phone. He made he made mm. you know the things that you hang over a cot. He made one out of tennis balls, mm. and he got this little tennis toy tennis racket, which he used to secure to Andre's baby hand, his podgy baby hand. Mm. And Andre used to lie in his cot, hitting at these tennis wow. balls. That's what he said. So yeah. he started training as a baby. Yeah. What about it? Oh. Now, Mario Balotelli, yeah. the footballer, mm-hmm. his dad take hung, your word for it. hung a cow's <laughs> behind over his thing and strapped a banjo to his hand. Oh! And he never managed to make contact. I like it. No, but it's true about Agassi. That's what, well, that's what he says. Mm. And a lot of them have got these mad parents, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, they're very ambitious. Ivan Lendl's used to, uh, used to tie Ivan up in the garden to make it, so he had to practice and all that. Mm. Where you don't have to be tied up in tennis. It's, it's, he tied him to a post. He's on a lead, I think. He oh, wasn't like on, a, on like a swing ball. Maybe he was just playing swing ball. So that he yeah. couldn't go in, he had to. All right. Terrible. Oh, you say that, he's done all right out of it. Oh, well, that makes it all right, does it? This is the Joe Jackson argument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my dearest friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Nick, Nick Kyrgios, though. Um, oh, here we are. We're back there. Back, back, back Did, there. Is he the bloke who killed the cat? <laughs> 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 he, um, he was playing Stan Wawrinka in uh, tennis. Are you sure it's not Warrinka? <laughs> I'm sure. Julian Warrinka. I w- I, I listened to one news article and noted how they <laughs> said the names. I mean, one news article. <laughs> <laughs> one Reuters, was it? <laughs> Is that how you consume your news? You listen to it. Listen to a news article. <laughs> I was listening to a very interesting news article the other day. <laughs> we'll have to come back to this. While Gareth gets his breath back. <laughs> 
Live Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, there's a tennis match yes. between Vavrinka and Kyrgios. Okay. Yep. And Kyrgios, the new bad boy of tennis, he, oh, wears, yeah. he wears pink headphones. Yes, he does. Okay. You don't like that. Well, to be fair, that's not why he's the bad boy. We'll get to that. <laughs> yes, well, he, to put him off, so he's done some sledging. Oh, yeah. Which I've discovered is a thing where you try and put off the opponent yeah, by it's saying... A cr- it's a cricket phenomenon. Yeah. Yes. Well, I haven't is heard of it Is it trash talking? Yeah, this... trash right. talking. Yes, yeah, so it's mostly in cricket. Okay, and what he said was... <laughs> He said, now that he... I like the unprofessionalism. <laughs> Imagine a tennis correspondent, correspondent saying, oh, it's mostly in cricket. OK. Yes. Anyway, carry on, Gav. Um, basically, <laughs> so there's another tennis player called Kokonakis. Yeah. Too much information. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. <laughs> Tanasi Kokonakis. Yeah. Come on. I'm going to have to take than that. You're better Sorry, than that. So, Kokonakis had the physical... He says, and I'm changing the word he used to yes. had the physicals. Good, he I'm says, glad. Kokonakis had the physicals with your girlfriend. Sorry to tell you that, mate. In mid-game, he said that. Uh, yeah, yeah, during the game. I lo- my, that's my favourite bit. Sorry to tell you that, mate. Yeah. I it, love that. Is, is he per- Australian? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's Australian. <laughs> and it's the perfect crime because at first he might have thought, oh, he just said that to put me off. But then he pretended to apologise for saying it. Well, it's if... not the perfect crime because it got picked up by a microphone and broadcast around the world, Gareth. It's very far from the perfect crime. No, but as tactics go, yeah. it's a very good way of rattling someone mid okay. Is it? Isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think I'd vote on, for that. be on your mind, wouldn't it? Yeah. He could have come up with a better insult. What about yours, Frank? You've had some great ones. When you, what about when you called Chico a foolish devil? <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that would have been much better. That wasn't an insult. Did you play tennis with Chico? <laughs> yeah. It was... Um, no, I, I think it's... It, you know, we, we hear so much now about the will to win and all that lot. It's quite mm. a clever mm. tactic. Is there a suggestion that it might be accurate or...? Well, um... Kokonakis did go out with Donna Vekic, who is the person who... Worst Vavrinka, piece of gossip ever. <laughs> who, Vavrinka, is currently going out oh, with well, her. Well, if you went out with her... Yeah, I mean... He's just not, guessing, you just assume. Yeah. And, yeah. um... That Polish heat magazine. <laughs> 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 yeah. I actually subscribe to Polish heat magazine. It's very good. Um, and Kyrgios and Kokonakis... <laughs> Oh, God. oh, stop oh, it. Come. What he said afterwards, what about when they approached him afterwards? And it was awful. I mean, I say awful, I loved it. You know, they asked him, did you see the clip? Which, they, said, they asked I have who? to say, they asked Curious. Oh, yeah. They said, um, we, saw what, we saw what you did. They yeah. basically confronted him with what he'd done. Did he say, see what I did then? <laughs> Is he one of those people? No, he came up with the most brilliant defence. He went, I don't know, I just said it. <laughs> well, you know, he's at heat of the moment. Yeah. yeah. He said he was getting lippy with him. He said I, he w- I feel sorry for that. Sorry, Gareth. No, no, no. no, no, come on. I was just going to say yes, he said he was getting a bit lippy with me and, and I kind of in- said it in the heat of the moment. When do they have these conversations? Because they're, they're quite a long way away from each yeah, other. It's not- Is it just when they come up to the net? Yes, yeah, when they come up to the net. Yeah, they have to shout at each other. They save it up, yeah. And there's an umpire in the middle on the high chair... Listening yeah. to everything, so it's not good. They're not going to get away with it. Mm. On the high chair. <laughs> <laughs> Has he got one of those trays with <laughs> those cups that you can't spill? 
<laughs> and a big bib on that says sure. umpire. If I was an umpire, I would get a bib that said umpire, which I wore for every game. You know, they, they don't they don't join in enough the umpires. So yeah. when they go up to the net, we should be watching for what they're saying to each other. Yeah, yeah. be coming out with all sorts. Your, mo- find- your, your mother under the pretext of keeping a bawdy house is a receiver of stolen goods, and then back <laughs> back out, back out, and then you've you've broken that guy. Boom. Yeah. Um, he got fined yes. £6,400. £10,000. Nothing to them, is it? No. That, he spends that on Calvin Classics in a year. Spends that on pink headphones. Mm. I don't know if you know that club. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, um, the woman that in- involved in all this, yes. the woman who's been... Um, Yes. Gossiped about. Yeah. She, uh, I read a, a quote from her, and she said, I don't want to be the next Sharapova or the next Wozniacki. Yeah. Oh, she says, I want to be the first me. She said, even though I I do look like them. <laughs> oh. Now, that reminds me, Charlie's not in the room at the moment, but when Charlie first started, after three weeks, I could tell she was waiting. I could tell there was something on her mind. It was a terrible moment. She said... Well, look, everyone I've worked with said I look like Hilary Doff. Like, I mean, she was, she was furious <laughs> no, with Frank, us. Frank, I don't even think she came straight out of it. What she said was, well, I think it's obvious who I look like. Yeah, I was, oh, yeah, it was something like that. And she is, don't Hillary get me Duff. wrong, I can't really remember what Hilary Doff looks no, like. No, I don't know who that is. Well, but, Charlie's um, a stunner. There's you no don't know who it is. It. You know who it is. Not really? You don't know old Doffo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. Um, anyways, but the thing is, if you look like somebody, you have you have to, you just have to be patient until someone else says it. You can't just come out with it. No. So uh, saying that you look like Maria Sharapova is um, shh. Oh, she comes. She's, she's come back, back in. Oh, it's hot, isn't it? I haven't noticed it before. But do you know who you look like, Charlie? Sir, hey. Sir Edmund Hillary. <laughs> Hilary um, Duvet. <laughs> it has gone a bit tensing in here, I must say. <laughs> yeah, um, we were, I, I was talking to Emily about, there's a bloke, do you remember when Sharapova played um, Serena Williams? Yeah. Uh, Gareth shaking it. I don't know why I looked to Gareth, <laughs> obviously. <don't, laughs> but you know who they are. Do you know who they yes, are, I those think, two yes. people? And it said there was a bit of an extra um, niggle because they'd both been out with the same bloke. Yeah. Previously. I said to Emily, he's, he's not a man who you could say that he's, he's, he's really got a type. No. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on... Oh, my voice went a bit. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. <coughs> Went a bit knit and sawny. You all right? Uh, Sound like Jeremy Patton. Do you know knit and sawny? The uh, I recognise the name. Yeah, he's a musician. Yes, Very famous him. musician. He's got one of those. Like, he's got that kind of a voice, and, 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 I, and I felt mine went into that. Anyway, it's all right. Relax. <sighs> Everything's okay. I'll tell you what I did this week. I think I I feel slightly. I mean, I know it could be a Catholic thing. I felt very guilty that I'd taken part in what is a global deception. Oh, right. go on. It had never really struck me before. But JFK I, assassination. No, no, <laughs> I, I was um, 
You and your topicality. I was, quite young. I was too busy waiting for Doctor Who was starting the next day. What was it? Um, I, um, I wore trainer socks oh. this week. Right. And I put them on, and I'd pulled them up a little bit high. The little stubby ones, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I pushed... <laughs> you pulled them up high? I'd pulled them up a little bit too high, so I, I, I prodded them in to the train. And I mm. thought, it's the first time I realised they are a lie, aren't they, trainer mm. socks? Why? Because what you're actually... You're pretending that you're not wearing socks. Yeah. Because it, you know, it looks quite looks quite sexy. You know, sort of Katie Hill. <laughs> sexy. Katie Hill on Blue Peter. No, you thanks, know. Frank. But you <laughs> in a trainer sock. Sexy is not the word that springs to mind. Well, why? Why deny that you're wearing socks? What is the? What's the motivation behind that? Oh, just a minute. Come on, Emily. No, it's a bit like with tights. Okay. It's not a bit well, like... T- if I'd been putting tights on this week, I wouldn't feel I'd taken part in a deception. Well, it's a deception. You're pretending those are your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't look like that. The legs. Um, do you see what, you do you mean see the what col- I'm saying? You mean the collar, yeah. the, e- the evening out exactly. of all the blemishes. The imperfections. But when, okay. you, but when you wear, no, when you wear so- those socks, that is your legs. Yeah, so it's your. It, and you're your pretending ankles. you're not wearing socks. What you're saying? Why don't people? What people you're saying is, I'm the socks. kind of yeah. person yeah. who can just chuck on a <laughs> pair of trainers. You know, just chuck them on, pair of trainers, <laughs> and I'm out. They're chucked on, and it, I don't have the kind of feet that would smell so much that I'd have to incinerate them after like a week. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Mm. But of course, what you the truth is, you the, that trainer sock is absorbing a hell of a lot of filth yeah. coming yeah. from out of your pores. And then they get washed. But mm. the idea that they they hidden away, so that means people are being pressured, young people being pressured into wearing trainers with no socks on, thinking that that's what we're all doing. And we're, yeah. it's a lie. That's what I hate about well, it. Well, uh, I blame David Beckham, because he went foot commando... Uh, very early on, really? in the early doors. Yeah, yeah but it's all right it's for professional sports people oh, because that? they can get free stuff. Oh. So he can use footwear like disposable contact lenses. He can oh, just yeah. bin them at the end of the day. But yeah, what, you you're know, not in that position. No, I, well, I couldn't. I couldn't live with that. I used to win. We used to have these um, when I was at uh, college. We used to have these sweaty foot competitions because we had a wooden one of those. What do they call them? Parquet floors. Oh, oh yeah, like a wooden floor, mm. but it was like a, a matte finish. You know, it wasn't var. And if you put your feet on it and take them away, it's it's all a bit Man Friday. Mm. <laughs> so um, that's why they started varnishing them. I yeah, think. exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're not varnished. That's just perspiration. <laughs> So we'd sit and we'd, we'd take a shoe off and we'd all put our foot in... So we'd put about seven or eight feet in a line on this wooden floor and then you took your foot away and whoever made the darkest mark won the sweaty foot competition. And um, How were things on the dating front? Did you, um, <laughs> I was like Steve Davis in 1981. I, want, I mean, no-one could get anywhere near me. I know people say how it's bad that kids are just on iPads and phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We, I'm not sure. I could honestly floor sweat competition. <laughs> I can honest, honestly say we made our own entertainment <laughs> in those days. Frank, Emily, and Gareth. Alan's in Edinburgh. The Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. We were just talking about. Um, well, I was talking about the sweaty foot competition, which yes. no one's. And then, and then Daisy, our producer, 
used to play noughts and crosses on her... Well, was it the back of your hand? No. On, the, on your forearm? Mm. Just on dry skin, so you'd just scratch <laughs> your skin. Paper was expensive in Western. <laughs> yeah. Another reason why the iPad is a good invention, <laughs> that children no longer have to scratch their own skin for fun. And then, Emily, what did you play? We played a game on uh, coach journeys. Mm. Um, I say coach, it was an Co- air-conditioned... Co- coaching horses. <laughs> yeah. No, what would happen is um, they would say, let's play farmers. Right. And someone would take your No arm. one knew what that meant. So, someone so would put on <laughs> a up-to-their-armpit rubber glove. <laughs> This is the right forum for me to be talking yeah. about this. <laughs> it's like a shish kebab. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, someone, stop it, Gareth. Would take so they take your forearm, the back mm. of your forearm, and then they'd say the farmer ploughs the fields, and they'd scratch you all up the forearm. Not deep, scratch, not a break and skin. Yeah, deep. <laughs> Oh, bloody no, indentations. Like this. This, is, this is a bit nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> ble- ble- bloody indentations. No. Yes. And then they'd say, and then he plants the seeds. And then they'd poke into the indentations, pinching you. Right. Um, I can't remember what he did For then. I think irrigation was involved or something else. Yeah. But I came wow. home with my arm. I mean, it wasn't a pretty sight. No, that, that's my mother complained that's to school. Diff- that's bullying, that is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I bet yeah. you look forward Violent. to that week when you were lying fallow. <laughs> 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 I, I felt vindicated this week because, as you know, I'm reading Caitlin Moran's book, How to Be a Woman. Are you still yeah. reading that? You've been reading that for about a month. How long does it take you? Yeah, you haven't even, you've only got the heel so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, with articles, I have to have them read to me. <laughs> no one's reading this book to me. Okay. Um, and um, she talked about a game that I remember talking to you guys on the show about before, and both of you denied any knowledge of this game. What was but it? she had played this game as a child, so I know it's a thing. It's <laughs> where you're at a party and there's a <laughs> chocolate bar in the middle. I don't like this. Is, this <laughs> no, this, this doesn't not. involve Marianne Faithful, does it? <laughs> Um, and what you have I to got do, that reference, right? <laughs> Thank you. You have to put a hat and a scarf and gloves on. If you roll a six, there's a dice. If you roll a six, you have to put a hat and scarf and gloves on, and then you've got a knife and fork, and then you have to try and eat the chocolate with the knife and fork and the gloves and scarf, because that makes it harder. Why does the scarf make it harder? (laughs) Well, because you have to put it on. It's just the time to put it on. You've got to put the whole outfit on. Oh, there's a time limit, is there? Before you can start trying to... And then the next person, everyone's trying to roll a six around in the circle. Why are they trying to roll a six? (laughs) Because if you get a six, you get to put the hat and the scarf and the gloves on. I don't want to put the hat and the glove on. (laughs) I'd rather not. I'll dispense with the dice and I don't have to roll the six. There's a snowman at the window looking (laughs) in thinking, I'm freezing here, can I get my clothes back? (laughs) So, yeah, so, okay, yeah. what's your time limit? A minute? Well, no, it's the time until the next person oh, rolls until the six. next six. And it's a chocolate and on a plate. You, and neither of you have ever heard of this, yes. No, or, because it's not a thing. Is it called well, something? No. Oh, okay. It's hardly farmer's arms, like my <laughs> game. Yeah, or, one sweaty, by or sweaty feet game. Thinly mailed self-harming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Self-harming. <laughs> cell <laughs> farming because yeah. they use the cells yeah. the skin the cells skin. can I just say Absolute Radio does not uh, condone that or no, encourage don't it don't do that please no no if we play God stuff even definitely not Absolute Absolute, Absolute Radio Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio it struck me that what they could have done on The Voice 
is um, if he hadn't said anything, Tom Jones, yeah. is that if the BBC just not ever mentioned that he's left, they just have a chair that never turns round. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom's really just, oh, he just doesn't like any of this stuff. <laughs> anyway. I tell you who we haven't mentioned for a while on this show. Um, uh, Mussolini. No, he okay. often gets a look in. Roberta Williams. Oh, yeah, Robbie. Last seen giving you some advice, Frank, in the doctor's surgery. In the doctor's waiting room, yeah. yeah. Indeed. And, oh, no, and he also, well, he live-tweeted his child's birth, didn't he? We said we heard from him then. I think so, yeah. um, But he's recently admitted that he lied in order to get himself out of a parent's evening. He said he's scared of meeting people. He said, I don't like that many people. Right. So does he it, said he, it, it was does either... It give a number? <laughs> that many... Well, he said it'd either take a Valium if, in order to go. That would be the only way oh. he'd get through it. Or um, he'll pretend that he's got to be in the studio. So that's what he did. Yeah, OK. He, he said, I don't like that many people. I think he means not a specific amount of people. He doesn't like many people in general. So, right. I mean, what, this isn't the best... He means a, a crowd of people. No, I he, think he... means he... that there's not many people who he likes. Oh, I see. I think... Okay. Um, well, he's not giving them a chance. <laughs> he's well, a, no, that's he's the point. He doesn't want to give them the or chance. Or he's on sedatives. That's no way to judge people. <laughs> he says, it's rare I get into the room and go, yeah, I like that person and that person. Well, no, it doesn't work. Like, well, he certainly used to do that in the old days. <laughs> um, and then he'd just have two people go over with nets. <laughs> and they'd be taken oh, they away. But, um... You can't. You don't do that, do you? I don't go over and say I like that person. You talk to them a bit, and then I say I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. You should get to know people before judging them. He's going to end up um, like me. And you have to go to parents' <laughs> evening, don't you? Oh Ever. yeah. Do you? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She told I mean... my parents that. <laughs> well, you're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a certain. I obligation. hated that parents' evening. I've done it from. Uh, I, I I did it as when I was like teaching. If you could call it did that. You? I did it from that oh, side wow. of you. And you get those parents come up to you and start saying, you know, oh, well, Kirsten has been a bit blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, who is that? <laughs> oh, is that what happens? Yeah. Who is that one? Is that the one with like, the... Oh, no, what you... would you do? Just make it up? Well, you had to look at them, look at the mum and think, <laughs> oh, that looks a bit like that. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Well, I mean, you knew most of them, but there's always the ones that, that, you know, that never speak in anything, so you just don't know who yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. And he has made the mistake also of telling a lie and then talking about it in the newspaper. So the next time... They're not going to like him now, are they? No. He's going to look look around the room and go, that person hates me, that person hates me. Well, he he won't (laughs) be there. He'll be at the studio. No, no, he isn't. (laughs) Oh, he's complete... Why has he said this? If you're going to lie, you've got (laughs) to stick with it. Oh, lie big, Hitler. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I, I, I was looking at that article and i'd forgotten how many tattoos he's got oh he's got a lot of tattoos i don't know i mean i can't picture him as a parent's evening i think if you go to a parent's evening it's a nursery there should ideally there should be more pictures on the wall than there are on the parents <laughs> he's just rock I mean, star. they don't play by our rules frank but these so, people so what i did i i googled his um his tattoos to see what he's got on there really and the the one that really 
blew my mind. Mm. <laughs> it blew what my mind. What time were you doing this? <laughs> come in, you're sitting there typing in Robbie plus Williams plus tattoos plus body. <laughs> Robbie oh, Williams, really topless, give me the creeps. tats. It blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> because he's got written on, on one arm, he's got um, 10, 23, one, one, zero, two, Three. What's right. that? Well, I was astonished when I found out what it was. Does he hate the oppressive twelves? <laughs> Is that what time he sets his alarm? It's, yeah. He's actually got an alarm built into his arm in a microchip. That'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Shall we work out what the 1023 is? Wait, 10... OK. 1023. You have to tell me at the end, after this break. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, Robbie Williams has got 10.23 on his arm. Why? Well, Gareth, do you want to guess first? Is it um, the best mark you ever got in a spelling test, 10 out of 23? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm is, gonna... it, is it how many of the polyphonic spree he went out with in the glory days? <laughs> 10 out of 23. <laughs> uh, he went out with 10 of them, didn't he? 10 of them, yeah. yeah. You see, you've gone a bit mock the week. Is it? Whereas <laughs> I... I'm actually going for some serious guesses Good here. Good, I respect you for that. Is it... <laughs> is 10.23 the day that... Um, sorry to put a downer on things, but is that the day he gave up alcohol, perhaps? Um, no. The other way round, you know, the American way round, yes. 23rd hmm. of the 10th. Is it his wife's birthday? No. Is it the day he met his wife? No. <laughs> is it when he got abducted by aliens? No. <laughs> is it when he, he left Tech No. Shall I tell you what it is? Are we close? No. Uh, I think we'll just keep guessing. Can you just give no, us more time? I don't know if it's great telly. Uh. <laughs> oh, oh, well, we're on radio. Oh, that's embarrassing. Go on, then. Um, people at home saying he still thinks he's on telly. <laughs> the poor, oh, poor should soul. I wait and see if anyone's texted it in? And then no, no, I'll t- let me tell you. All right. Oh, God, goodness. Um, the tenth letter of the alphabet and the twenty-third letter of the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, F, I'll tell you. J, J. J. And then the twenty-third. A, 11. K-11. <laughs> <11. laughs> no. K-11, exactly, is, is the answer. No, um, it's, it's J, J and W, and it's J the initials w. of Jonathan Wilkes. It's not. It is, his friend, Jonathan you Wilkes. You are joking. No, me. that's what it is. <laughs> I love that. That's extraordinary. It Have is. you got four and two for David Baddiel? <laughs> No. Oh, is he not? What is he? I, I, I am completely ink-free. Okay. That's because I'm friends-free. Mm. <laughs> yeah. um, That's yeah, extraordinary. That is Frank. pretty remarkable, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I, I don't know if he still mates with John. You remember Jonathan Wilkes? Do you, Gareth? You're looking at me a bit confused. <laughs> I have got a vague memory, but uh, what does he what was used his to profession? do? You've been framed. He was Robbie's okay. mate. Yeah, was Robbie's mate. Yeah. Okay. He got work on the strength of it. Sort of if you want to have a tattoo, but you don't want anyone to be able to tell what it means. Well, it's like if Gazza had JFB on his arm. Jimmy Five Belly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having to tell Gareth. Yeah. Right. So, um, I think... Well, it's num- not. It's like if he Imagine had... Yeah. The number thing is a bit strange, though. Is he yeah. embarrassed of his friendship yeah, with him? Why code it? Well, if he's, em- if he's embarrassed, why have it as a tattoo? <laughs> if the you first came part? home and had 4-2 in reference to David <laughs> Baddiel, yeah. honestly, and then you had to explain it to Kath, what on earth would she say? Uh, I think she'd be... Confused and upset. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you know, as usual. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he's also got a chacon, en, chacon à son goût across his chest, which means to each their own taste. Oh. Yeah. Which is sort of his way. It's in big letters, like he's saying, you know, I, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. It's a bit... I think what, he needs to be more confident What than language that. is that in? That's French, I think. Oh, right. oh, we don't know. Whatever it is, it'll be spelt wrong. <laughs> they always are, these people. No, no, I think it, it looks, looks... Well, how do you me. know? <laughs> you I know don't know if fr- it's spelt right. My French is impeccable. And his is on his peckables. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Emily Dean, Gareth Richards. The Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. On the subject of tattooed dads, yeah, um, David Beckham has also been in the news this week about his parenting. Um, Harmer, Harper, Harper Beckham, Harper Beckham was yes. seen out with a dummy. <laughs> Give oh, him yeah. a break; he's doing his best. <laughs> hey, oh. hey! I could Very be a mock of the week. Excellent. So Harper Excellent Beckham one. has been in the news. <laughs> Is with, it with a dummy? <laughs> It's his dad! Her dad! <laughs> All right, stop shouting. It's early in the morning. No, it's very good. He's excited. Yeah. The joke works. Back on the radio. <laughs> Coming back, baby! Yeah, but you're not happy with it. You're reaching for Mock yeah. the Week, I can tell that. Also, I didn't right. like it when you said Coming Back, baby. Oh, <laughs> awful. Yeah, so anyway, um, she's four, I think, Harper. She is. Mm. And uh, and David Beckham was seen out with her, and she had a dummy in yes. a pacifier, as I believe they call it. Yes, he called it a pacifier, which yeah. I don't like. He's very Yankee much. Doodle He's now, not isn't an he? An American man, is he? Mm. No, not I, from America. I was angry that he called it. A, I, when I hear the word pacifier, I think of like the conciliation service ACAS. <laughs> I think of you me know. in this studio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the ombudsman. Yeah. Whatever happened to the ombudsman? <laughs> These people were on the news every five minutes when I was a kid. The conciliation yeah. service ACAS <laughs> yes. were always brought in to sort out And the disputes. banking ombudsman. My friend's dad was the banking ombudsman. I was so proud. Oh, was he? Yeah. Is he a no hero? <laughs> no one in my family has never, ever known an ombudsman. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone. We knew half him, but we didn't know any ombudsman. No. Yeah. Great, is there still an ombudsman? Why is the ombudsman? <laughs> <laughs> what does he do? I think he can sit, he pacifies as well. Yeah. Does he? Does he say, all right? Does he say, calm down, calm down, essentially? I d- it's a very good question. If there's anyone mm. in who um, can, if not in, but listening, mm. who can explain. <laughs> anyone, yeah. anyone? Maybe Acre still exist. Yeah. But anyway, oh, I know what they do. Yes. But um, the ombudsman, I think, comes in and pacifies. Mm. Do you think they have discussions like this on the Andrew Marr show? <laughs> What does the well, ombudsman do? Does I know, anyone no, know? I know, I'd say what would happen <laughs> on shows like that. They would all talk as if they knew what the ombudsman was, and then yeah. as soon as the show ended, <laughs> they'd Google it. Yeah. But we lay our ignorance no. on a, a, out on a... on a, no, It's not a table. It's more of one of those carving blocks you get in a nice kitchen. I wear mine like a Hawaiian lei. Do you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a Hawaiian lei. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Um, anyway... So yes, he was he was upset because he was criticised yeah. for giving. Because uh, he, yes. he doesn't like being in the papers. No, he's shy. But this means that someone sold David Beckham a dummy. <laughs> yeah, after all these yeah. years. <laughs> but I, what do you think about it? 
Well, people, the the Daily Mail printed the picture of Harper mm. with a dummy and said that, I mean, the advice that you're given as a parent is that you should, kids shouldn't have a dummy by the age of four. Cause Why it, cause is that? It can affect the m- mouth growth of can teeth. It? The yeah, mouth it can make your growth. <laughs> it can make your teeth wonky and stuff like that. And I think oh, is that that's right? the main gist of it. Oh, I just it? get them fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure that, 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 that he wouldn't bulk at getting. Her teeth That's true. Yeah. Oh, it's all nonsense. Oh. So it's, do, um, it's looked down on, isn't it? When yes. are you meant to stop? Is it after a certain period of time then? Yes, uh, after yeah. a certain period of time. Okay. Definitely. Thank you for that. <laughs> I think the idea Thank is. Thank you for that, confirming that, Carol. <clears throat> and we didn't use one with, with Boz, but I think the idea is just that in the early days when they cry a lot, mm. it's just put a cork in the sound. <laughs> it's the basically the theory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mickey Flanagan told me that on the estate he used to live in in East London, if the kids were, you know, like like that, they used not to not that uh, sort of estate. No, um, council estate. Oh, okay. <laughs> not said, downtown. Uh, no. He said um, that they used to waft them over the unlit gas ring. Wow. <laughs> till they got a bit sleepier. Um, oh he must gosh. have been pulling my leg. Surely, <laughs> not totally certain he was, but hey. So yeah, he got into tr- and he was furious, Beckham. Absolutely furious. He looks very oh, cross. Yeah, in front of the cameras. People are touchy about parenting skills. That's mm. you know. Yeah, and c- because he's often dad of the year. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. He, he said you have no right dad of the year. to criticise me as a parent. He no. says you got no right to criticise me as dad of the year. Yeah. Why didn't he say that? I'm dad of the year. I make the rules. I don't know if he's dad of the year this year, but he has previously been dad. Was of that the, the year. same no, year when Carrie Catania was mum of the year? <laughs> which very she was, possibly. He fact. could have listed so much energy she's got. What if he listed his dad of the year things? Though I was dad of the year. I, I was dad of the year. Two thousand and four. Two thousand and five. Yeah. Two thousand. Get was. your medals on the table if you're going to mm. tell me. I've never even been observed for dad of the year. How do you know that? Oh, yeah. might have been be at you secret now. shopper. You might have been observed <laughs> and then rejected out of hand. Frank, it's oh. like when you were rear of the year. No one can ever criticise your rear. Yeah. Well, you say that that year. <laughs> <laughs> My, my uh, yeah, I, it, I haven't managed to keep up the standards. Uh-huh. I think it looks good. It's, I'd say, it's, oh. bro- it's essentially <laughs> broken. again. <laughs> it's broken free of its moorings. <laughs> drifting. Yeah, it is drifting somewhat, but I can, it can still be seen from the mainland. But uh, <laughs> it's not what it was. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I just say 704 is texted to say, Frank, there is still an ombudsman and I might have to see him very soon. Okay. Is that a threat? That's a <laughs> I love the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. That's praise. from John. But you included praise. Sorry about the praise, I forgot. But uh, I like to get praise, but I don't like to read it no, out. No, I know. Okay. Mm. The ombudsman, why would you send the ombudsman? Trouble. Mm. Trouble at mill. Financial malpractice. Mill practice. <laughs> So, um, David Beckham, Dad of the Year, he's cross about um, being criticised about Harper. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't like people messing with his dad reputation. But, good I bet news... he was worried about that, um, to set a watchman coming out. Because Harper, I think he named after Harper Lee, didn't he? Oh, Cause, really? Oh, yeah. Um, his favourite um, book that he's heard about <laughs> is uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> it is also a movie. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that uh, And I bet he was a bit worried that the other book would be like a real horrible... Uh, thing 
and, uh, yeah. and and Harper. Well, this is the trouble you see with naming them after the living. Well, that's it. Yes. And is also she living? No, she's oh, dead. Yeah. No, no, no. She's still. Oh, is she? She's okay. Still hanging in there. Oh, I thought she'd have been on loose women plugging the book. <laughs> I don't think okay. she's in a position to be. Um, but good news for David Beckham this week. Mm. He's in the new Guy Ritchie movie. Um, um, men yeah, from Ma- Uncle. Yes, the Men from Uncle. Um, he's got a part in that. Um, he plays a projectionist. I like Gareth being the showbiz correspondent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty choice, man. He's just okay. in. Yeah, he plays a projectionist, which you can sort of imagine. And um, I can't. I can't imagine it. Oh, well, you won't have to. No, I'll go and see. Go and see Man from Uncle. What would be great is if the (laughs) premiere, when you walk in, you walk past the projectionist room and it's David Beckham. (laughs) Mm. They they should do that as a bit of one of their little jokes. Um, But Guy Ritchie's um, review of his performance is that he said that he's a fabulous actor. There you go. Oh, fabulous. Got Quan. He's been drinking from Got Quan's cup. I can believe it though, because footballers do quite a lot of acting. Yes. Really? In the course of yeah, all that being injured stuff and that. It's also, quite convincing. Playing mm-hmm. football is a really lot injured. Yeah, but it's a lot harder than acting. Well, not going to Jose Mourinho. <laughs> No, so you don't need the doctor to go on. No, but often they, they they do a real good job, and when they yeah. get up, they do a bit of that straight in the sock yeah. and all and all I love that, it when they know, do and, that and, they, and they've had no pain at all wow when I did Doctor Who I think I drew a lot on my supplementary benefit office performances <laughs> in the 80s you know what I mean you've got to use got to use everything so he'll be fine as long as he has a part where he has to trip over a lot maybe yeah I bet you in the projectionist <laughs> thing yeah. he, he bangs his foot and suddenly goes down rolling about goes down floor. really hard yeah exactly <laughs> Then he gets up, gets up and just... He, they do that thing, they suddenly straighten the boot out. A bit. Oh, they always grab their face as well. Oh. Stop grabbing their ah, face. Ah, senior protectionist! Senior protectionist! <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. <coughs> Takes oh, the show yeah. on it. It was I was trying to fight it, but <coughs> I'm talking through a film. Oh, Frank! I hate disgusting. it when people talk through the film. Yeah. I hate it when they refer to it. Takes the show on eight twelve fifteen. If you will follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. If you like, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. If you fancy it, yes. Um, it's been a big week for my hometown of Bournemouth this week. Is it because it's your first week in the Premier League? Um, <coughs> no, is it this, Did you know this that? week? I didn't yes, know that yes, that, that started. Yes. Is that the cherries? Yeah. You'll know soon enough when the town feels like it's been hit by a Viking invasion. <laughs> yes, no, they were in The Guardian. Mm. There's an article about Bournemouth in The Guardian and apparently it's the new up-and-coming place to go and start a business. Oh. Yeah, they they reckon. Well, I, you sound like a candidate on The Apprentice trying to pitch something. <laughs> Pitching Bournemouth. Yes. Yeah, um, it, they're calling it the new. Instead of Silicon Valley, it's a Silicon Beach. Okay. But I think it's not actually sand. Not actually made of silicon. Does that mean you've got a big sort of uh, computer industry there? Yeah, there's a big media. It's a digital whole hub. Digital, it's a digital hub, and they mm. want it to be one of the top twenty digital global hubs. 
let wow. me know how that works out. Mm. That would um, be nice for you. Well, the bungalow's <laughs> going to go up in value, Frank. Are you still in that bungalow? <laughs> no, we're not in the bungalow now. Oh, where are you now? We've got um, a masonette. <laughs> Lovely. <clears throat> yes. Um, bungalow got, still, Frank. I suppose we've got a, a mason. A bungalow by any other name. Because my girlfriend's called Mason and she yeah. has a child. Do you yeah. see a masonette? Yeah. I have a duplex. Or if she had backing, backing singers, they would be the masonettes. Yeah, they would, yeah. Have you got a garden? Um, yes. Okay. I mean, it's not... Ideally, we would like a grassy space for the children to play, but it's paved. Okay. And overgrown with bamboo. <laughs> Need well, to get a panda. Let's not talk about our unattainable dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Derek Newland, which is the bit I'm excited about. Um, he's is that an area of <laughs> no, Derek Newland. He's the artistic director of Pavilion Dance Southwest. Oh yeah. Didn't you even know that, Frank? Pavilion <laughs> Dance Southwest. Get with it. Okay. Bournemouth is moving up from a place where people came to well, die. It's not going to be on the south coast anymore. <laughs> That's not going to help the tourist industry. You yeah, don't buy the beach anymore. But don't you do about tw- twenty minutes about it being a place where people go to die in your act? Yeah, oh, you're going to have to change your act. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to have to bring in software. Okay, so if you've got any jokes about Bournemouth being a thriving digital hub, text in now to Absolute Radio. I imagine a lot of the old people wear software. <laughs> yeah, no, mm. yeah, it's definitely yeah. mostly. Um, anyway, Derek Newland said um, it's moving up for a, ple- for a place where people came to die or build sandcastles to a place that will be the cutting edge of creativity in the 21st century. Wow. Brilliant. So well, you say this, jokes. but um, I saw this story right. and I decided to look in... Is it called the Bournemouth Echo? <laughs> yes. Do you want to know what the three top stories are? <laughs> in the Bournemouth Echo? Yeah. Someone right. had a small car accident after being distracted by a spider... <laughs> That's got to be <laughs> you, Gary. We do um, get big spiders. Okay, that was oh, the main story. Really off. big spiders. The second story was a former Curry's is being taken over by a toy store. Okay. And the third That's story was I've got someone left a pan on and the fire brigade were called out, but it was a false alarm. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good, I'm... isn't it? Because that means they can concentrate on their technology because <laughs> nothing else is happening. Any place where you're swerving to avoid a spider yeah. is not somewhere I want to live. Yeah. That sounds terrifying. How big are we talking? Um, they do seem to get, particularly in the bungalow, we had big spiders. Well, back of course, in the bungalow. They, because they knew there was no stairs to take on, they were drawn in. I once saw a spider so big and I was so frightened by it. You know, when you. I had a physical reaction where I could hear my blood pumping through my oh, ears. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such a strong physical reaction. What did you do? Wrestle it to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I hid. Okay. Swerved. You, you swerved attacked it, didn't you? Did you attack it? No, we used to catch them and then catch them under a glass. But then that one, I had to get it under a bowl and then run down the street to disorient it. <laughs> that must have been in the echo. <laughs> <laughs> Surely. Absolute Radio. Um, Frank, I don't know, how do you find um, being a performer um, and how does your partner respond to having to comment upon your work? Well, she, Cathy's my sternest critic. Really? Certainly. Yes. And, and she will say, I mean, I once did a pilot for a show mm. and, and it wasn't great, I'll be honest. Mm. And, and I was anxious that she was in the audience and I knew she wouldn't yeah. lie. 
So she came over, I thought, what's she going to say? And she said, oh, they did a great job of covering up that spot. <laughs> and that was oh. all she said. That was oh, She'd no. found the plus, but that was it. Mm. Oh, no. So, no, she... Um, if if she likes it, great. But if yeah. she doesn't, she'll tell me. Yeah, I'm often conscious if Laura's in the audience, and I just think about her cringing at my every word. Mm. Um, and I had a. I, I've been in the studio this week working on a recording of one of my comedy. Look, songs. if you don't want to come to the parents' <laughs> evening, just say it. Oh, it's the old studio switcheroo. <laughs> it was up. Well, it's upstairs in our upstairs room. It's not a real studio. Okay. But okay. I spent all day working oh, on on that's, a, on that's a, a quite an achievement in the bungalow, though. It's not in the bungalow <laughs> anymore. Oh, it's in the it's <laughs> Um And but I, I'd I'd spent all day working on it, so I wanted some feedback. Because the yeah. good thing about stand-up is you get straight-away feedback. Of course. But with other things, you don't get feedback unless... So, I, I, and Laura's like, oh, I've heard that song before. You know, what do you want me to say? Oh, you're a genius. And I'm like, just listen mm. to it. I thought you said it was a new song. It, it, no, it's a new recording of a song that I've okay. done previously mm. in a show. Okay. But I've never recorded it before. I see. Um, so I was like, look... Because Laura gets self-conscious with me watching her for a reaction. So I say, well, we'll just start it and then I'll go out of the room and TMI. you can listen to it. And she's like, I, I've heard it before, though. And I said, no, I've done new stuff in the in the second verse. I think you'll like it. It's experimental. If you don't mind me saying, you sound very high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's so coming from me. I think that would be fair. <laughs> I've married a lovely, easygoing person. Yeah. To balance that out. Have you still got that sign on your door that Laura put up for you that says, keys, wallet, <laughs> and all that? This is absolutely true, Frank, isn't it? I don't, I don't it? have that anymore. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, it is still necessary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so, so I sat her down and got her to listen to it. And um, it's, we, we, I'm going to play you what she heard. Um, Are you? And you're going to hear the chorus and then into the experimental second verse. Um, and, um, this is unbearable. The song is a... It's a breakup song. Yeah. And okay. it's a song... The conceit of it is a man has been broken up with mm. and um, everything reminds him of the girl. And um, and there's a, he finds something particularly in his fridge. There's, he goes in the fridge and something smells funny and he finds out that it's the last thing that she bought him. Okay. Um, do you, I have it on my desk? Can, Shall yeah, I play yeah, you it? You can mm. roll it. Okay. I'm going to turn my chair around like Tom Jones in The Voice <laughs> already. Well, if he'd have been left in the fridge, he'd still be in the show. <laughs> it's, it's called... <laughs> it's called This Ham is on the Turn. Okay. Just like okay. Tom. Oh. This ham is on the turn. It's on the turn. This is the chorus. The file corrupted. Oh no! But Laura's left by herself listening to it. She thinks I'm having a breakdown. How long did it go on for? It went on for the duration of the three-minute song. I Just thought, that. I thought that was an '80s special effect. I thought you were going into like for everything turn turn. Oh, dear. So, um, but she listened patiently and said, oh, I'm not sure, yeah, uh, I'm not sure uh, about uh, you just saying uh, yeah. turn over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but... It was a disaster. 
Thanks turned his You've chair. Turned. I'm going to turn my chair. Oh, oh no, they're all on the turn. My mm. chair is on the turn. Uh, yeah. Well, um, Look, ten out of nice ten though. for effort. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. That isn't how I meant it to sound. Oh, but it's fabulous production as well. It's Thank kind you, of dreamy. It's not fabulous production. No, it, I liked it. It was awful. <laughs> no, I didn't like that bit, but it, it was dreamy, wasn't it? Dreamy sounding. I felt like we were in contact with another civilization. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll take that as a yeah, see, people will be, we'll be flooded now with people trying to get. He uh, might get a record deal. Imagine if Simon Cowell, Psycho, might call in. <laughs> That's not, it's not. Well, I'm open to offers. I, I tell you, I bet you Susan Beggy, Boyle Beggy. has covered that before the end of the week. <laughs> oh, this hammer's on the turn. <laughs> yeah. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, boys, there's been a rather strange conscious coupling, I'm going to call it, of late recently. Conscious coupling? Yeah, as opposed to conscious uncoupling. Oh, right. yes. Or unconscious coupling. When no. people are unconscious, that's no, no good at all. No, Just get back to the bungalow. Okay. No, no, no. Um, that would be a good catchphrase if me and Gareth were a double act. Get back to the bungalow. <laughs> it's a masonette! <laughs> um, are you familiar with the work of Ed Sheeran? Um, well, I say that, I can't name... I don't think I could name anything he's done, probably. Um, Lego House... Um, class A team. Stop talking about your property portfolio again. I <laughs> thought <laughs> well, you said it was a maisonette a minute ago. Um, he's the very sweet little red-headed one. Yes, I know he is. He's mm. ma- massively successful, I'm aware of that. Yeah. OK. Sorry if I downplayed him. But he's, uh, he's a little bit Middle-earth, which I like about mm. him, in the nicest possible way. But in fairness, he's, he's meant to be, I've heard this said of him, he's meant to be called the nicest man in pop, the kindest oh, man. Kind, I love that. Oh, you really? don't hear that word used much about no. celebs. Kind. No, he's very no, kind. That's true. Anyway. Good. Is he kind? Have you got any examples of his kindness? Well, <laughs> 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 I come oh, suddenly so under a just... terrible pressure. Well, well, you see, <laughs> once you use the news articles. I have. Actually, yeah, really? yes. How was he kind? For example, once he um, Ed was like walking through a mall. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> in a mall. He was in a mall, and this girl was singing one of his songs. She was like singing Ed, one of his songs. Yeah, and Ed said, "Oh my god, she's singing my song!" <laughs> so he got up with her and took her by surprise. Um, You're joking! I'm <laughs> in a mall. <laughs> Unconscious coupling. And he. <laughs> Um, serenaded her, and he went, ended up singing the song with her. That oh, is kind. Kind yeah. of him. Exactly. Yeah. He's what? always doing stuff like that. I have to say, man. since I've had a ginger child, mm-hmm. um, I have become so pro-ginger. It's mm. on, so I just, even though I don't yeah. know his stuff, I'm just happy that he's doing well. Yeah. Do you I, think I, ginger I, men I, are pro- kind? I, I think all ginger <laughs> people. Not question. All, not all ginger men. Okay. Sorry, are you six years old? You <laughs> ask her. I all ginger men kind. I'm just um, happy that you're working with a toddler. I am sort of to ginger. Like to say I'm childlike. You know, you know how. You know how um, and we love you for it. Oh, Joanna Lumley was with the Gurkhas. That's how I am with. Gingers. Mm. I'm sort of their champion. She loved those well, guys. You, never mind or all Su- this. Susan Sarandon with the Brutal Murderers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Lord Longford. He was a fan of them. Yeah, he? I'm sort of like that with the gingers. So I'm, I'm, he loved I'm, the psychopath, Lord Longford. Um, did they? Yeah. Uh, bless him. <laughs> Frank, Emily and Gareth. Alan's in Edinburgh. The Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. We were talking about kindest man in pop 
Kieran. Kind Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So he has now been linked with Nicole Scherzinger. Wow. You know her? Yes. Uh, p- former pussycat doll. Mm-hmm. Hot like me. And um, shamazing judge on The X Factor. <laughs> yes. Did you say shamazing? Yes. That's what she says. She, it oh, was one of her catchphrases. Yeah. She said shamazing. You was, could use that as well. Yeah. Ed, sh- I, thought it was a, I thought it was a Yiddish Shira. thing, but it's not apparently. <laughs> I thought she was, was talking not? my language. It's not Yiddish. <laughs> no. I, don't, I oh, shouldn't think shamazing. she uses a lot of Yiddish. <laughs> no. Nicole. She went out with Lewis Hamilton. Of course. And right. then she got bored of his constant, endless after-dinner anecdotes. <laughs> Really? <laughs> Peter Euston off. You if can't you, keep him quiet. Stop was, it, Lewis. I'm not, I don't want you telling that one again. Wouldn't you be a bit self-conscious about your driving <laughs> if, if if you were going out with Nicole? She, I mean, on the motorway, she'd be going, come on. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I wouldn't like that. I don't yeah. think I could go out with someone who'd been out with, a, with an F1. <laughs> well, uh, there's an age gap. Is there? Yeah. She's 37. He's uh, 24. Uh, he a- age gap and is it unki- unkind to say mm. that there there is a discrepancy in attractiveness? <laughs> I mean, I don't know who I am to say. Like, you obviously don't understand celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> how do you mean? How, well, how in a way, mean? he's more attractive because he's doing better. I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Well, obviously, doesn't so always apply. You're saying he's become more attractive because he's successful. Yes, oh. I am saying that. Yes. Mm. So let's hope he stays successful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope so, certainly. Mm. It's good he's the s- kindest man in pop. Yeah, I'm glad that he's sort of sticking the ginger flag in there, if yes. you know what I mean. I am but- as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's not what I... No. They're just in the early stages of dating, awful. Frank. No, I mean, no I mean he's like cli- has he has on. climbed, you know, the mountain of beauty and said, <laughs> you know... Don't call a lady a mountain. No, but I'm just saying that he's... Climb every woman. It's great <laughs> that a, a guy who might have been dismissed <laughs> in the past when he was in the chip shop queue right. is now uh, a, a guy who's, um, who can go with the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. He's done good. Yeah. Four. <laughs> it's hot. Is it getting hotter, is it, me? Ginger yeah. Flaggate. Yeah. <laughs> they went to um, the pub in Suffolk. Yeah, he knows. I hate it when really successful celebrities go to the pub. Do you? Why? Well, they only go to the pub, don't they? So, that, so it'll be in the paper they've been to the pub. Mm. They don't want to go to the pub. <laughs> I don't buy that at all. I wonder if she wore a baseball cap. That's I wonder if he had a ginger beer. <laughs> I thought you'd be I nice would. to gingers. No, I'd do it. I'd champion it. That's right. I'd, I'd rub my nose in it a bit. Well, Dave Davenport has texted us to say, I support your pro-ginger movement. We've been looking for someone to unite us for many years. We shall rise up and take back what was ours. You see, and it's interesting that, although my beard is, is what it was, mm. it's, gone a bit, it's gone a bit more Kenny Rogers now. Do you know Kenny Rogers? No, but thanks for the tip. Yeah. <laughs> he, um... I think it's interesting that I feel that I can lead the gingers out of there um, because it's, that's, that's the way it works in revolutions. The middle classes go to the poor and, mm. and, and raise them yes. up. So, yes, that's my, that's yeah. my theory. You're sort of a ginger ombudsman. Um, oh, I'm not sure about that. Okay. Uh, mm. uh. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. 
we've just had a text in from Mark saying Robbie has 10.23 for Jonathan Wilkes and he has 18.23 for Robbie Williams. Oh, nice. I don't know whether that Mark's just made that up. Well, Ed, mm. Ed Sheeran, who we were just talking about, yeah. he's got one of those bro tattoos where, you know, the idea is that two guys go and get, the, or they get tattoos done that, that reflect each other like that. Oh, yeah. Right. And Ed Sheeran has got that arrangement with uh, Harry Styles. Has he? Wow. Can you guess what they've both got on? I don't <laughs> think you'll get... guessing. I don't think you'll get it. <laughs> they have... Oh, is this one of your lies? Like when you worked in James Bond's house or something no, as a cleaner? No, no. Oh. It um, was, um... They've both got Pingu. Have they? Yeah. Oh, those guys. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> they haven't really. Yeah. Oh, I think pathetic. Um, Ed, Ed has that's got... absolutely pathetic. Why? Because they're grown men. I've pinged Oh, really? They're not 24. really grown men, are they? Is Harry Styles 20 oh, yet? You should know better. Daisy, the producer's just admitted she's the only person in the studio. I'm going to guess what she's got. She's got ink. I can see. I can I see the spiderweb on her face. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a panther crawling up her cleavage. <laughs> what? I'll tell you what she's got. I'm going to guess. Go on. I bet she's got a daisy on her leg. <laughs> Am I right? I bet oh, it is. Of course. Am I right? I've got two. Two? Oh my goodness. Oh, anchor. A anchor on the arm. <laughs> anchor. What about this? I saw, um, I was looking at, because I've got slightly tattoo obsessed this week, I mm. looked at um, David Beckham's list of tattoos, which is a long list. How many has he got then? Many. Oh. And he's got on his, on his stomach, he's got uh, a, a a very sort of moving picture of of, of Jesus, sort mm -hmm. of crouched down from the uh, a painting called The Man of Sorrows. Mm. And I thought, well, that is really quite a moving picture. And he's got a few moles on his uh, stomach as well. Lovely. And the, the newspaper, the headline for it was like Holy Molen. <laughs> <laughs> God! <laughs> I like it when they integrate the mole into the tattoo. Mm. Yeah, you didn't if really. I um, if I had a tattoo, you know who I'd get to do it for me? Do you remember the woman who painted over that fresco? Oh yes, in the church. Yes, she turned Jesus that. into so an Eskimo. Yeah, I'd get that done. Well, uh, Ed Sheeran has recently had an enormous tattoo on his chest. A really, really big lion. Oh yeah, has he? Massive lion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they stick together, the gingers. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, have we got time for a quick visit? What, to email corner? No, I was going to go to the bathroom, actually. Oh, OK, fine. No, email corner. Sure. Email corner. What's happening? There's been a few changes around here. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new... So don't you like it, the new jingle? It's, yeah... I just wasn't expecting Oh, just because it's it. me doing it. Well. Um, anyway, I'll read the first email, Gareth. Mm -hmm. Hi, Frank, Alan, oops, and Emily. Very funny programme the other week. I laughed out loud at Frank's baby lizard joke. Not really, I just wanted him to feel happier, but I did get it straight away. That's when I said something about having the baby monitor in mm. my room. Yeah. Because mm -hmm, yeah. we keep lizards. Mm. See, Gareth's nice. laughing. Neither Alan nor Emily got it. I don't know about his laughing. He just <laughs> smiled in a pained way and went, nice. Well, don't get angry because he got it and you didn't. <laughs> let it go. Anyway. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. That's going in my act now. I've lost the Bournemouth stuff. 
Yeah. Anyway, when you were chatting about Calvin Harris designed underwear, it reminded me that I've always thought that Anita Harris should have moved into this market. Perfect name for the job. Bye, Robin C. That is quite a fine joke. Anita Harris. Anita, Anita Harris. Harris. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. There was, uh, there was a rock and roll singer in the 50s called uh, Wee Willie Harris. <laughs> but that it? just sounds like a checklist. <laughs> yeah. Just have what... First name Thank on the you, front, Robin. second name on the back. Um, what, what do you mean? On the on the box. Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you I know thought, which way round. I thought you were talking about those ones I've got from CNA. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. I think we've probably run out of um, celebrities with the surname Harris. That's going to be uh, good yeah. to talk about. James Harris. Yeah, not called James anymore. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> Sorry. Sensitive. Um, no, God bless him. <laughs> I've got. What else? Have we got another e- time for another email? Yeah, squeeze one in. Dear team, having been myself a devoted reader of the show for the last six years, my two sons have grown up listening and becoming fans in the process. My youngest, Ooh. George, seven recently asked what Frank looks like, so I logged on yeah, to that's the... That's interesting, ab- because <laughs> George, I think, is the seventh letter of the alphabet. He's done a bit of a job at works, 10, 23. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. George, seven. It, yes. I think it's his age okay. as well, <laughs> so that's perfect. That's weird. That's yeah. really fallen into Spooky. place. Imagine if he went on to become George the seventh. <laughs> well, that is a jo- this wow. George is going to be George the seventh. How many seven? Is he the seventh one? I think he will be, won't he? Maybe yes. it's the... Se- what's I the name of will. this guy? Yeah. <laughs> Committed extraordinary reader, what's happening on this show this morning. Committed reader in Kinver. It could be Prince William. Kinver, a very nice Where place. Where is it? Yeah, it's sort of Worcestershire. Well, it's not sort of Worcestershire. It's Worcestershire. It could be It could be Prince William if he knows that we've been talking about letters of the alphabet and that's what the seven means. Maybe. There's a spelling on it. Um, G-E-O-R-G. No, it's How much good? analysis are you going <laughs> to oh, do of this email, okay. you two? Read okay. it. Recent, uh, so my youngest, George Seven, recently asked what Frank looks like, so I logged onto the Absolute web page to show him a picture. Oh, he said, he's old. Even older than you, Dad. But he what? does look like Doctor Who. <laughs> well, oh. it's a thir- that's quite nice, Frank. That's a yes. 13 to 1 shot. I hope the fact that you obviously sound Which young. Doctor Who do I look like? Yeah, he probably means Matt Smith. Yeah, McGann. maybe. Yeah. Not like William Hartnell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure That'd be a great mean. looky like. Maybe he's got a movie mean. version, Peter Cushing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's one of the young ones. I hope the fact that you obviously sound young in the comparison do- to Doctor Who makes amends for the childish insult. Keep up the good work. Committed reader in Kinva. Can I say that um, of, of son George, whenever I uh, anyone bandies the word George about, I always find myself saying George, George, which is what Jack Regan used to say in Sweeney, George. And if when, whenever the word Lewis crops up, mm. I also go John Thor, Lewis. See. <laughs> I'm glad we've ended on this high. <laughs> so anyway, thanks very much for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, just get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.